0: It is April 18th, 2022. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a Home Before Dark podcast. Ooh, ooh.
1: Oh, oh! Oh, jeez, I wasn't ready. I-
0: there yeah a little late to the to the jump thank you guys for tuning in on this Mm -hmm. lovely monday evening here in atlanta georgia i am tim herb as always i'm joined by my lovely co-host mr kevin bradley pouring this might be the first liquor drink this house has seen in like over two years
1: feel like i should just smash the bottle on the side of the table and christen this (laughs) podcast this podcast this podcast today we're talking about (laughs) talking (laughs) about wild caught cod yeah Ooh. Have you ever had rock cod?
0: Nope. It's delicious. It is very good. Um, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, make sure you guys leave a, uh, or no, I'm saying it backwards. Smash the like button, the notification bell icon, the subscribe button. If you guys are listening to us on Apple podcasts, leave us a rating and or a review. We will read them live on the show. Do we have any from the past week? Probably not.
1: I'm going to say no. No, it's been just
0: absolutely tapped out. Copped out, capped out, and trapped out. And thank you guys for everybody in the trap. Speaking of which, Andy Watkins, Elliot, Beaven, Jay Hennebal, Richard, Gordon, Anthony Nitzel, Brittany S. Thank you guys for tuning in and joining us. And mm-hmm. just it's gonna be a fun one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a laugh at laugh at my pain um podcast tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. There's a lot of positive going on with the team, right? It's not all terrible, but the sky does feel like it's not in free fall, but it maybe came a little bit closer over the weekend.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's that's not a that's not a bad way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. It's at some point it just has to stop, right? Nah. Like the bleeding has to stop nah. at a certain point, right? Nah. Like I don't understand uh, at what point does it end?
1: You guys thought those guys were dehydrated under <laughs> DeBoer. <laughs>
0: Just Under hindsight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Peneda out here breaking bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's racking up a body count. <laughs> what is he like? The <laughs> only way you're leaving this team is in a body bag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had that on the soundboard from Karate Kid. Put him in a body bag. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. It's. Yeah. he's... Uh, does he make them like do their warm ups in the uh, walk in fridge? walk-in freezer or something, just yeah. get as tight as possible and yeah. just yeah. Because uh, it's all muscle
1: injury. Well, I guess not. I guess not.
0: I was gonna say it was originally it seemed like muscle injuries, but
1: but we got some people coming back, which is good. But now you've got bigger questions to answer that nobody thought I mean that's always the one that you rarely have to come up with an answer during the season is goalkeeper, yeah. right? It's definitely I mean, not common. You you may have somebody go out for a game with a red or something like that that you have to figure out a suspension the next game. But it's rare to see a season ending injury for your keeper.
0: Not just that, like just the freak nature of what happened. Did yeah. he even jump when that did he even make like a little hop step I think to go he, kick the ball? I, he
1: hadn't even gotten to the ball. It was before the even ball the ball even got played back. He was coming out of the um out out of the 18 and He went down before the ball even got back there. Um, The ball was traveling back, and he was already on the ground.
0: Yeah, that's man, that's so rough. And I know people are going to be quick to be like, "It's the turf." It's like I don't know. No, it's impossible. Like that's such a freak
1: injury. But but he's in his thirties, and we've all been there, right? Just wake up one day, bend over, kind of different, and pull (sighs) your back. Um, These things happen, even for professional athletes. how, when was Brad Guzan born? He was, was he born thirty-four. Eighty.
0: He's thirty-seven.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's thirty-seven. He's three. He's
0: three years older than I am. Yeah, like, and that's kind of crazy to think about.
1: That's that. not that crazy to think that he just happened to misstep and broke his body. Yeah, that's fair. At a certain point. You're just flirting with disaster.
0: Just the amount of injuries that I have just walking around the house. I I was
1: leaning on the refrigerator (laughs) looking in this weekend. I was like, I leaned on the refrigerator door too hard, trying to lean in to find a snack. (laughs) And I felt my shoulder pop. And I was like, oh, this isn't good.
0: (laughs) Oh, good grief. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all probably been there at this point. At least middle-aged people. I say middle-aged. It's 35 middle-aged?
1: No, not anymore. Not anymore because of... What? I think average life expectancy's got to be at least eighty now, right? I don't know.
0: It's uh, it's hard to tell. I need to. I don't. I can't, I can't keep up with that stuff. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 really hard to look at him and Dylan Castanera both having ruptured Achilles. Right. Yeah. So you have your first and third string goalkeepers both out for the season with that. You have. Um. Bobby Shuttleworth yep. coming in and playing keeper. I think he's the starter, right? He has he's to be the it. starter coming forward. I know we called Justin Garces and one other kid up, maybe from Atlanta United too, or an yeah. academy player and having them uh, a little, train with the bad first team. Real time to not
1: have Rocco in that lineup anymore.
0: It is, but I mean it, I have been waiting for the Justin Garces transition since before he went off to college because he was a, an Atlanta United academy player. It seemed to be it's so like this is a position I could see um I could see him kind of developing into our our first team starter because the timeline's kind of lined up, right? You bring in Brad, he's 30, well like 32 at the time, yeah. whenever we brought him in. Yeah. And Justin Garcia's like 16, 17, goes off to UCLA, comes back, he's playing with Atlanta United 2. I don't know if he's actually I don't follow the 2s very very much. I don't know if he's actually even played any matches for the 2s yet. Uh, so he speaking has- of
1: the twos, Jackson Conway with a hell of a rip this past weekend. Oh, I didn't see it. A great goal off a of volley. It was awesome. Mm.
0: I don't think we ever specified that he has to score a hat trick in MLS for Max plays games to get a tattoo.
1: The hair tattoo, though, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So <laughs> if he scores a hat trick for the twos, yeah, Max still has to get that tattoo for sure. And it's even better the tattoos. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's there's actually there's a mullet a t- <laughs> tattoo in the
1: base on the nap of the neck. It's the forms curl the of the two. two. It's the curl of the that's two, exactly.
0: right at the neck. Yeah, with that mullet.
1: Um, or you could also opt for the sideburn transition. We'll also allow that as it comes down. Ooh, a curly sideburn. <laughs> has that been done before? Even without tattoos,
0: has that <laughs> been done before?
1: Right? I'm sure there's some <laughs> Jewish guy that's done it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yahu. Yeah, yeah Yahoo's probably done probably. It before. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we're trying out. I think Kendrick had said that uh, in our Slack channel that he I think Justin Garces and one other are coming up. But yeah, I mean, Shuttleworth has to be the number one. And then probably Garces is the two. I was just looking at Wikipedia and Garces is technically an Atlanta United player, at least according to that. His squad is
1: uh, Atlanta United versus the twos. So, yeah. Um, so, Anthony Neitzel says supposedly um, bringing in a, an American keeper from the Israeli league. I don't um, know who that is or where that had come from, but I, I did not see that. I saw a couple of signing um, rumors floating around it's, right after
0: um, that. Josh Cohen from Maccabi Haifa, one of the only teams, them and probably Maccabi here, Maccabi Tel Aviv. I think it's Maccabi fun. Um, it's twenty nine. Footballer of the year in the Israeli league last year, and yeah, he can be signed as a free agent in the summer. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. Justin Garces, and along with another yet to be identified keeper, is what Joe Patrick said during training today. So interesting.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it sucks. We obviously wish the best for Brad Guzan. Wish for a speedy recovery. But if you were to say which I think it's a a foregone conclusion considering the injury season ending career, career ending. ending, That was going to be the next question.
0: I personally think it's gotta be career ending. Then again, I mean, science has come a long way, right? I don't, I
1: just don't know, man, the,
0: you would think a ruptured Achilles would be hard to come back from for anybody. I mean, that's,
1: that's like a, I mean, that's basically a ligament, right? I mean, Uh, it's a tendon, right? Tendon, ligament, all those things kind of, That recovery time is just going to be so tricky, and I don't know how he comes back and is 100%. Yeah, I don't know either. Whenever you were already kind of talking about him potentially not being in the lineup with what you were, even with him taking a pay cut and everything else this season. Luckily, he does take the pay cut, so it's not like we have a huge salaried player that we're paying that doesn't get to play now. Yeah, and
0: and, I think we get relief too. Well,
1: I don't know how that works, and I think that Kendrick may have mentioned it, or somebody mentioned it on Twitter is, Rather than putting him on IR, essentially, for injury reserve, what if he's released from his contract entirely and they have that very tough conversation with him following the operation that's inevitable this week, and he's released from the roster altogether? Does that at least free up the roster spot this year? I would think so, but I don't know how all that works.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. Um I think because we'll get into it. The Matthew Hoppy signing had brought up whether or not we need to free up a slot. And it looks like I think we still have one non-international roster slot that we can fill yeah. up. Um, but yeah, there's no point. I just I would rather have the cap space. Let's see if you could follow my train of thought. If there's already one available position. And it's I I don't know how the cap relief works with an injured player. So if like if he's injured and we put him on IR, does that give us more cap relief, if at Uh all, than releasing him? Because releasing him is just dead money, I think, because we have to it's all guaranteed. I don't think you can just release a player and and have that back on the
1: um have him back. I mean Brittany S says that would be harsh. I agree. Um it it is a harsh, but it's it's harsh, but it's a real conversation to have. Like I mean, to your point, he's turning thirty eight this year. You know, How long do you keep him on the roster if he's healthy, much less knowing that he's got the injury and everything else? Ultimately, you're running a business, unfortunately. And if a player isn't contributing and you don't foresee him contributing for an extended period of time and your third string is out, you've got to free up somewhere in the lineup to be able to get somebody in to produce because Shuttleworth goes out with a red (laughs) – Who, I mean, Campbell putting on gloves to get in goal. I mean, what happens, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. And I mean, I think it is a position I would not mind seeing us go after. I mean, if it's 29 year old, who's a player of the year in Israel, he could probably be our keeper for the next however many years. Like he could be the future of this team for because at 29 years old is still relatively young for a, for a, a goalkeeper, but. Uh, Will Bauer asking if we've already covered the Josh Cohen goalkeeper rumors kind of don't know anything about him other than what's been said. Don't watch Israeli league. I think they maybe I don't even know if they even play in uh, Europe, but um, other question though, from Elliot Beaven in the trap, who takes the captain armband?
1: Yeah, I saw a few votes for miles. I think that's a, that's a good one. Um, trying to think, I mean, at this point, your quote unquote veterans are, Few and far between in this roster and this lineup. Um,
0: I think Brooks Lennon maybe gets a shout. Maybe, maybe Moreno. Yeah, maybe Moreno. And then I just think that there's a certain amount of Santi
1: Sosa. Maybe. Yeah, there's there's a certain amount of personality that you look for in the captain, not just seniority. And I think Miles has a pretty good vote for that. I think he's pretty calm headed. He's got. I mean, he's got the international experience. He's had so much tenure with this team over the past couple of years and certainly submitted himself within the lineup and the roster. Um, I think Miles is probably the go-to, and I don't know. I mean, the others that would be behind him are probably a bit of a stretch. You know?
0: uh, yeah, I mean, it's, interest- uh, it's interesting because – you know, Michelle is saying, I don't think Miles is vocally strong enough. Will Balron saying the same thing. Miles seems too quiet, probably Joseph. And that's that's probably the correct answer It when would he's be healthy. Joseph if he's
1: healthy, but when we're still another five, six weeks away from that happening.
0: Right. So Pinedo would probably name him his captain, right? But then yeah. who's the vice captain at that point? Right. Uh, Haleto saying, Joey saying, give it to Gutman. I don't think that's actually a bad shout. No. Um, because I don't especially know that it, it, it the way does, he's been playing. Right. You know I don't man? think that it necessarily has to be based off of tenure. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. Especially the coach that's relatively new. No, I, I mean him. it's um that's why I don't think I mean Sosa Sosa I don't think he's too quiet. I, I see him maybe as Captain Material too. Um but Brooks Lennon I think would yeah. be vocal enough. I I don't know. I always struggle with like strikers being captains yeah. for some reason because they're not seeing the entire field, they're not interacting mm-hmm. with everybody the whole time. Like uh, I agree.
1: Yeah. It's almost like you want a field marshal to wear the band. Yeah. And
0: know. that would have been Ozzy Alonso too. If Ozzy oh, Alonso Ozzie, didn't get hurt, he yeah. probably would have been captain. So absolutely. Um, Matt Wisniewski saying, I think we rotate Lennon, Miles, and Gootman. Uh, give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Andrew Gootman what a player what a great i mean i said it last week he's been the best defender and during that game saturday he might have been the best player on the field all around i mean he was everywhere he was creating chances unfortunately he doesn't get on the end of two really really great opportunities one which he tries to lay off which he should have just taken the shot on and the other that he just in his words shit the bed on um (laughs) That's but, why he's
0: captain material. Yeah, he doesn't pull absolutely. any punches with the media. Absolutely, just, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so I
1: think that, hands down, he's been. I mean, so like I said, Saturday, I think he was the best all-around player we had out there in general. Um, I think
0: that's a fair shout. I know the ratings, like on SofaScore or whatever, who scored don't really bear that out for some reason. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't know. I, I still see that as being uh, him being the best player that I saw. At least most most impactful, probably. Yeah. Um, except for the second half from Luis. Yeah, whenever yeah. he came in, it kind of changed things.
1: Yeah. I mean we didn't get well. The whole lineup changed things. I mean, you pull, you bring him in, you bring Wellrainy in. Who else was the, were the subs there? We, I mean, we really rotated out for Dom Dwyer, Dom Dwyer, yeah. which so. Um, speaking of player rotations and lineup, uh, Wiley getting his start this past weekend and really yep. up to the task throughout his entire run a play I felt like his
0: his speed it's not just even even his speed but his recovery speed like whenever he was playing those balls to himself essentially up towards the touchline to get those crosses in the like both of the times that and I can think of at least two times distinctly where he dribbles past a defender or past the fullback on the side of the box and you think oh he dribbled that out of bounds yeah he gets clear of it like six inches from the touchline and puts it into the box in front of the keeper
1: now all that is to say that Cincinnati was not, is not, and was not a great matchup. I feel like, and this past weekend, it's I think it's that much more disheartening that Atlanta wasn't able to put a goal in on them because they seem to have their way throughout the entire match, so much so that they even get the PK opportunity and can't seem to slot at home. Um, so I don't feel like Cincinnati was maybe the best barometer to gauge. Caleb Wiley's talents or ability, but he's certainly been up to the task so far. Whenever he has had minutes, he hasn't been a huge liability. And I think that he'll grow and mature in that role. The more play time he gets And for the immediate future, I think you're going to continue to see that, um, and I think rightfully so he's like you said, he, he played really well. He had a great positional awareness. He had a couple of opportunities that he didn't necessarily take, but that he created for others around him yeah. that were just narrow misses. I think he had one of, um, uh, Almada's that, that shot that Almada had that just glanced off the left side of the, but I think Wiley dished that off to him, but I could be wrong there. But yeah, I thought that, Wiley had a great match. I think the whole team as a whole, and I forget who said it, um, might've been Ryan Catanese said that quote unquote hot take, even with the result. I think that was the best Atlanta United performance, um, better than some of the wins that they've had this season. And I I think I would agree.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think that's part of the reason why you have to be happy sometimes winning ugly because stuff like this stuff, stuff like this is going to happen in MLS where you play such a great game and Mm -hmm. it's, you don't, I mean you drop two points off of it. Yeah. But if you get those ugly wins, yeah, where you're scrapping it out in the last few minutes of the game. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's going to set you up for su- for success. Um yeah, I was I was relatively happy with with the way everybody played for the most part. I think it's definitely especially considering all the circumstances with players being out and just the like
1: even players that I feel like I wasn't super hot on, like I don't think Campbell necessarily had his best game, again, have been kind of hot and cold on him f- throughout the season, but he still has one of the biggest defensive stops in the game when he comes and slides in to stop that shot right in front of goal inside the six, you know? But he had a couple other times where he. Just got a little bit too far out of position, got past the midfield line, didn't know what to do, got kind of lost in the play and lost yeah. in the run of rotation, and then couldn't track back quick enough to cover on a quick counter. So I think some of that stuff, maybe, but overall, like I said, he had other plays that made up for that, that he had huge defensive stops on. So yeah.
0: I, yeah. I guess you have to take it, take both sides of that coin, right? I mean,
1: what do you make of Franco not playing at all? because he's not is he injured? He's not injured, right? No. I wanted to make sure I didn't say something extremely stupid that he's injured and of course he's not playing. Um, but what do you make of him not even getting rotated in at all? Hold on. Let me just double check that real quick because I'm pretty sure the trap wouldn't know. He may have an injury and I may be speaking out of turn.
0: But yeah, I I Yeah, he wasn't on the bench either.
1: Yeah, so then maybe he is injured and I didn't realize that. And it's just another addition to the injury list that continues to grow for the team.
0: Joe Patrick did mention something about him being uh, in training today. So he has an ankle
1: thing. It came out today. Matt was said. Okay. Okay. So then that's much ado about nothing that I thought it was a a change that Pineda made in the lineup. So um, yeah, Michelle said he, she thought that he went off injured last game. And I seem to recall that he did towards the end of that, but that's been a bit. So, okay, well, don't make too much of that then. No, I guess there's <laughs> not much to make of that.
0: I still like that combination of, yeah. of, of George Campbell and, and Miles Robinson. I do too. They definitely seem a little sturdier. Maybe. Yeah. Great. I would say, granted they're playing against Cincy, but Lucho Acosta always gives us trouble. Brandon Vasquez is, was leading the race for golden boot and MLS. Yeah. I don't know if it, after Tati Castellanos put in four goals yesterday. I don't think that's still the case. Yeah. Um,
1: Elliot Beaver said we played better without Franco, and I would tend to agree on defense. But he's so good offensively. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. Um, Emerson Heidman reemerged. Had a couple of people. I mean, you mentioned it briefly. Aruju comes in. Yep. Haven't seen him in what's it been? Seven weeks now? Eight Something weeks? like yeah. that. Yeah. Seven weeks. Um. So thought he had a great game, and Heidman. Yeah, he gets to come back in. Has it played? And was it? been 300 plus days since yeah it was, was like the, the beginning
0: of was it seven games is that we figured out it was seven games into last season he got hurt during training
1: yeah so great to see him back um and i think that again we're gonna need these guys right now especially uh rotating in and aside from those healthy i think the last sort of positional player that i have to talk about is um ronaldo up top what do you think about
0: i don't know i
1: it seemed okay, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, it it didn't it didn't produce anything where I'm like, wow, why hasn't this? Again, I think that there's still that question mark on who's playing striker for the team. You know, I don't know if it's. I mean, that position seems wide open whenever it's not Joseph, right? Like it could be Dom, it could be Conway, it could be Ronaldo. I don't know. I don't know who that person is right now, and. Every game, I'm looking for somebody to step up and cement themselves into, okay, this is who we're going to have starting week in and week out. But I'll give it to Pineda. I mean, every week, he's rotated them out for somebody else and given somebody else a shot to say, hey, go out there and earn it. And nobody's really stepped up to do that yet. No,
0: nobody has. Yeah. And to Tony Neitzel's point, he's saying the striker position continues to plague us. Yeah. But then in comes potentially Matthew Hoppy, Maybe. I don't know if you watched him way. play. I haven't, but I saw the rumors that he's. I got very excited when I saw those rumors yeah. because I I try to keep up. Where's he at now? He's Mallorca. Yes. So he was at Schalke, made his debut I think two two years ago, something like that. He was 18 whenever he burst on the scene at Schalke, scored a hat trick in some small amount of time, um, played really well uh, whenever he's playing at Schalke. Got transferred over to Mallorca the beginning yeah for this season i think he has something like 11 appearances i don't even know if it's that many but he seems to be kind of in purgatory over there they, i don't
1: seems like you put <laughs> i mean if you can pull up somebody to fill the backfill for guzan's injury without splashing a ton of money on him like we're talking about and then you can bring him in with the additional salary that you get kicked back that you can bring him in on that seems like the most ideal situation that you can have because again we need to have somebody to backfill for joseph and we certainly need a backup keeper so
0: yeah he um i'm sorry four four appearances in la liga for mallorca and i don't think any of them are starts um scored six goals as um i guess he would have been about 20 uh for schalke in the bundesliga uh in 23 appearances He's had six caps with the U.S. men's national team. Um, I don't know. Tony's saying we don't have a spot for him. He wants to play for the national team. Not sure he wants to play as a sub when we're healthy.
1: Well, if is he playing as a sub when we're healthy? And for how long are we quote-unquote healthy? Is it for 20 games? I mean, is it for 15 games and then he's potentially the starter going into next season depending on what happens with Joseph's contract? I don't know.
0: I guess we have time because we can't bring him in until the transfer window to- right. transfer window opens in Spain. Right. So that gives us at least six to eight weeks to see if Joseph- where Joseph's at. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's one of the more promising, to me at least, one of the more promising forwards in the, U- uh, the U.S. I think we've setup. Got to
1: figure that question out. I mean, somebody asked about should we... Uh, Elliot Beaven said, should we should we start Conway next game? And that's sort of my question to you is, who do you start in that forward position going into, whether it's Chattanooga or next weekend's matchup? Oof.
0: That is tough. Arojo. Up top? Yeah. Really? Kind of mix it up. Put Wiley out on the left. Have Wiley, Almada, Marcelino Moreno, Arojo. I don't know. It's t- <laughs> he's got a, he's got a better scoring prowess than any of the forwards that we have. That's true. He absolutely is a terror for all defenses.
1: I mean against Chattanooga though. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Chattanooga, I mean somebody had said, you know, they hope that you stick with Ronaldo just to see if he can at least find his form against Chattanooga. And to Tony's point, we're banking on Joseph leaving. I'm not banking on him leaving. I'm just not sure he's staying. I don't know how much more you get out of Joseph. And we talked about this last week and I won't belabor the point. I don't know at his age and with his, I mean, it's been three years. That's something people don't think about. Like it's been three years since he's been healthy. How many more years does he have playing in the league? And how many more years do you have him playing in the league, taking a DP position? I don't know how much longer you give that if he's not healthy. Um, So I don't know. I'm not counting on him leaving, but I don't, I'm also not counting on him staying either and I don't think that most of the fan base should necessarily hitch their ride to that either because I don't know that it's – I don't know if the, the cost outweighs the product. Is that the right way to say that? The cost validates the product, justifies the product. Product justifies the cost. That's what I was trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um
0: Joey Haleto asking, hasn't Jackson Conway been on a tear in USL? Um I don't Mm -hmm. he has, right? Yep.
1: And he had that like I said, he had a banger um this last match, which was really great.
0: Yeah. Tony and I I mean Tony's agreeing. He's saying it's just it's a hard subject.
1: No, I agree. I think it's going to be a tough one for everybody, but that's the reality of the league and players aren't here forever. But I also
0: don't know that he's a guy that's going to hang on to not just to be a shell of himself either. No, And uh, I think he loves his team too much. Yeah. So Um, Jay Hannibal asking, do you think we can get someone like Horvath on a discount since he's trying to crack the world cup roster and needs minutes? I never even gave thought to that. And Tony kind of mentioned that with the Matthew Hoppe signing that they're just trying to, get into the world cup for the u.s men's national team and during the summer we're like one of the only leagues that plays right. so right. um i mean lord knows we could use uh ethan horvath after um what what what, what zach stefan did against uh, yeah. uh against liverpool on yeah. saturday <laughs> yeah um yeah, I don't know. I mean it would be it would be interesting because Horvath is a very, very good he would be immediately one of the best keepers in MLS if he came and played for us, but I don't know that we could afford to bring him in. I guess he said if he at a discount, but the discount would have to come at the uh detriment of Nottingham Forest, his team and not him, I would think. But um yeah, I don't know. Unless he's a free agent. I don't know if I, I would imagine he's only been at Forest for a year or two, I think. So
1: yeah. Um Yeah. So, a couple things unrelated to the team this past weekend um, that I feel like everyone knows in the fan base, but obviously, rest. I mean, sucks that we lost somebody that's such a big part of this fan base and this community and community and Archie and not being around anymore. And it was really great to see the supporter section chanting "We ready" for the first like three or four minutes straight of the match, which was great. And they did a whole tribute to him and all that. So really bummed to get that news. Um, but just as much as he was an important part of the fan base and what the fan base has been able to create here in Atlanta, uh, the another representation of that that was unveiled this past weekend was the founding member wall that's been unveiled over by the soccer ball statue on the, I forget which side that is. It's on like the Home Depot side of Mercedes Benz stadium. I didn't get to make it over there this past weekend, but I know that they did unveil it this past week. So, Five years in the making, finally unveiled the yeah. founding member wall.
0: So, the little shots that I saw that looked cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, a little embossed. Yeah. Yeah. It's really terrible news about Archie Eversole. Yeah. It's just so 37, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's like at an instant, and anybody's life can just be yep. snatched from them. Yep. That's, yeah, it's fucking terrible.
1: Yep. Um. So, anything else on the matchup this weekend? Um. I saw a lot of hate for Marcelina Moreno swirling around for whatever reason. I think that's happening every week. I think it's that's just so bubbling up, and I think it's consistently the case. Um. Yeah.
0: I mean, shouts to, shouts to Alec Can for stopping that. Yeah. Stopping that penalty.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I think it was Jeff on the broadcast. So you were at the game when I was listening. This is the first time I think I've heard Jeff Lorenowitz do the color commentary. Mm-hmm. And um just talking about the sheer strength that um that Alec can had to like just just punch that ball. Away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't a soft penalty that no, that Moreno no, hit. All. Yeah, and just to just shoot it out uh, yeah. for a throw in.
1: Look, man. I mean, I'll I'll give Alec Canas due. Somebody sent it in the trap. I think he was out to kind of prove himself here. You know that Good he friend. never really got the starting position, and for better or worse. And I think that he at least stood up, had a standout game, got his first shutout of the season here in his against his former club. So, you know. um, would have been great for Atlanta to get the three points, but we didn't. And you know, like you said, good for him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. the
0: The hate for Moreno is so surprising to me. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I so I was talking to Igor at work, mm-hmm. our buddy Igor. Um, and he, um, we we're talking about Marcelino Moreno, and he's like, he's just so weird to watch. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that because he doesn't look like he, just he looks is clumsy. Skillful. Right. He's yeah. constantly looks like he's falling over. Yeah. Like he. And I wonder if that's what um, maybe, what do I don't know, he's not the most attractive player to look at in terms of play, <laughs> yeah. play style. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a very good looking man though. <laughs> um, do you remember, <laughs> it reminds me of New Girl, whenever they talk about like, I don't see you guys that way. Oh I yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if his face, if your face became his face, <laughs> would you be happy with it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then he's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then he's a good looking guy. Exactly. Um, What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories,
1: and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah, he's, the, <laughs> he's like Drunken Master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That is a great analogy. Yeah. That's,
0: um, Oh, what was that guy's name in Tekken? It was in Tekken 3 they introduced a drunken Oh, master. yeah. I can't that remember. Guy's name?
1: I can't remember. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good one.
0: That's a good game. Except I just would play the computer as Paul and just do the Phoenix punch and just <laughs> one hit KO everybody. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I think that was, that was definitely the cheap way
1: out. <laughs> no Eddie Gordo.
0: Did you guys, uh, do you have house rules playing those games?
1: What do you mean? Oh, that you couldn't like play certain, certain characters bl- you couldn't yeah, play with, couldn't play as odd job, couldn't, yeah. And yeah.
0: 007, no yeah. odd job in our house. Yeah. Uh, you get extra points if you played as Jaws for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. what was the other one? Oh, WCW versus NWO Revenge, no Goldberg because <laughs> <laughs> you can just string together infinite, yeah. uh, infinite spears, yeah, yeah, definitely no odd job in our house. That was definitely a. Uh, that was definitely a no-no. That was probably the biggest house rule of any video game. Yeah, I'm trying
1: to think of other ones that competed. I feel like Yoshi was always a hot commodity in Mario oh, Kart 64. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, it was either Yoshi or Toad were yeah. always the hot commodities there. So, But it wasn't like nobody could play with them. It was just always yeah. whoever could mash them. Yeah, the whoever get fat. their quickest. Yeah, whoever could work the stigmata on their hands from playing <laughs> all the other games on Nintendo 64. Oh, my God. What a horrible design. Yeah. What an absolutely horrible design. Yeah. There's no reason just, why it's never been done since. It,
0: yeah. And there's probably a reason why every single uh, N64 controller that's out there has a broken analog. Oh,
1: stick. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It just limp. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> completely Look, limp. man, I'll give it to Nintendo. I mean, they, every console, they were doing something different than nobody else was doing in controllers. Yeah. Like it, PlayStation controller now compared to PlayStation One controller pretty much the same xbox it's just half the size but it's the same those old donk controllers that oh, were yeah. massive um but nintendo every console i feel like has been completely different aside from nes to snes from yeah that on fair. it's been completely different from nintendo 64 to the gamecube to the wii to the switch like it's constantly changing kind of to their own detriment in a lot of ways yeah. yeah tony knights were calling out
0: yeah yeah he we would definitely all play you guys would play and i would get to watch so because you guys are all seven eight years no six <laughs> five six years older than me so i definitely wasn't getting a turn on those games back in the day so it was always fun to watch you and andy and danny play video games <laughs> yeah and turok turok too oh my god oh, what a turok, game yeah. what a game that's a great game. do you know anything about chattanooga we don't have obviously dan's not here tonight i didn't shout that out i'm
1: We're all edging for Dan. All edging for Dan load tonight. Yeah. Um, Do I know anything about Chattanooga? Great city. A lot of fun. They got the Chattanooga Choo Choo that's down there. Um, They got Lookout Mountain. They've got Lookout Mountain, Ruby Falls. Um, They do have the Moon Pie Museum, which is really great. Uh, Chattanooga whiskey there. Uh, A couple great cocktail places downtown. Stir. Give them a shout-out. That was really great. Um, Yeah, that's about all I know about that. I don't know much about their club. So they're in the
0: NISA. They're in the National Independent Soccer Association. And to Jay Hannibal's point, they had a massive upset over over Memphis. Well, he said Chattanooga upset Memphis in a big one. So I imagine he means an upset because that is a – I don't even... I can't keep up with these these uh, men's leagues. Third tier of American soccer. Yeah. So that's like... What is that? Well, A- they're playing N- our third
1: tier roster. So there's that. It'll be really interesting to see how it shakes out. At NPSL? Is it- you got to think that Atlanta is going to win, though. I mean... Yeah, at home, too. Yeah. You would think... Is it at Kennesaw? Yeah. Is
0: it- I- I'm fairly positive it's at Kennesaw. The fifth third. Yeah, because, again, talking to Igor, he's saying it's like $25 tickets. Nice. To go to the game. Nice. Um, And then Jay Hannibal saying they've never played an MLS club in U.S. Open Cup. Wow. So, hopefully we don't shit the
1: bed. Yeah, hopefully.
0: Gootman uh, for a hat trick, right? Gootman for a fucking
1: hat trick, yeah. yes. I agree.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about... Wednesday other than to say we should win that game much like we should win the game on uh was it Sunday
1: who is it Sunday inner Miami yeah we should but again who knows man we should have won against Cincinnati
0: yeah I mean what was our not to be that guy but was our xg It was like over three, right? Our XG was over three. Alec Can stood on his head a good bit of it. Not really, though. You don't think so? I mean, I guess he saved the
1: The PK, PK, yes. yes. But everything else was pretty easy saves. I mean, his defense bailed him out of one or two. The shot that, I mean, Almada's glances out left, if he had hit that on frame, Can had that covered. It was a pretty... Easy save for him to make if he had to. Brooks Lennon's shot was like a pass that just went straight to him. Like I don't think Alec can had some crazy standout performance. I don't think that Atlanta United really took advantage of the chances that they did create. Goopman again, we talked about like they they got in position, but then did nothing with it. And if you continue to do that against teams like Chattanooga and Inter Miami, it doesn't matter whether they're third division or bottom of the East. Like, you, you've got to put away those goals to, regardless yeah. of who you're playing, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Uh, to Jay's point, I'm saying that Miami just beat Seattle and they beat New England the game before, but Elliot uh, reminding everybody that Seattle had Champions League last week too. So, um, also have no idea how good New England is this year because I don't think they've had a
1: good season so far right it's kind of crazy to see nycfc at the bottom of the table
0: i don't know after yesterday just absolutely drubbing rsl 6-0 yeah
1: at home so um i was gonna pull up the standings as it stands currently uh orlando sitting in second uh atlanta's still holding in there i mean fourth right yeah and fourth So, yeah, D.C. United, oh, I guess uh, NYCFC has jumped up. They were bottom of the table going into this weekend, but then they jumped up to 10th. So um, Philly got their first loss of the season. Who did they lose to? Um, They lost to Toronto. Toronto, that's right. That's right. Lost 2-1 to Toronto. So, yeah, like I said, I don't know what I would make out of either game. Um I think the inter-Miami game is maybe a little bit more concerning than Chattanooga, but I think that it's good that this team has the game against Chattanooga to kind of get some things worked out, Um, hopefully come away with a result, even if it's one that they have to work a little harder than they may want to for, uh, to go up against the MLS opponent this weekend in Miami. Yeah, because that's a way, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Our last two games of April are away. Actually, I guess there's only one game
1: technically still in April. Is that right? Um, uh, away to enter. Uh, yeah, that and Montreal are both away. And then we're back on. Mix. Oh, Montreal's the thirtieth. Okay, yeah. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> um, yeah, it's
0: um. I mean, it's gonna be a tough week, regardless, just due to the injuries that we we have and just the the depth issues mm-hmm. that are kind of surfacing because of that. You yeah. have to play two games and whatever that is, four days. Yeah. It's going to be tough on the team, but I, I hopefully Pineda's up for the task and squad rotation. Obviously I don't think we can roll out a first team against Chattanooga. No, I no. know you want to win that game and you want to advance to get to the, uh, I think you get bring that out Champions the people League that spot, you know but... you
1: have to bring out. Shuttleworth is now first team. Like he's got to yeah. come out and play, right? Um, Aruju hasn't started since his injury. I think you've got to bring him out. I don't think he's got to play ninety. But I, think like gotta 60, I think you've got to start him. Sixty-five. You got to start him and and set the intensity early. Um, I think you bring in Caleb Wiley. I think you bring in. Um, conway or ronaldo i mean one of those two over dwyer i don't think that dwyer is going to give you anything that you haven't already seen those other guys are still young and kind of coming into form and conway seems to be doing really well in usl so maybe it is a chance to rotate him back in and see if maybe he's doing something a little bit differently now um what
0: about ibarra what about a guy like ibarra do you bring him in and start him at the six?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't really had a whole lot of minutes this year, so I think that's another one. I think Heinemann is a, per- a perfect game for him to start, um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him starting Ibarra there, too. You know, maybe Heinemann and Ibarra in midfield. I think that might be yeah. a, a solid way to go. <laughs> Question is, defensively, what do you do? I think maybe you give Gootman a break because you're going to need to lean on him in MLS play. But If that's know.
0: the case, do you – you, dick wiley
1: back there then mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then who do you put i mean you either that or you bring in mikey ambrose yeah that's fair that's yeah because he hasn't had any he hasn't had any minutes and Gootman's played every minute of every game so far maybe yeah. that is what you do is you bring in yeah you need to keep him active in the roster so maybe you bring him in because you don't want to risk injury to left back with everything that gootman has been contributing that's the last player i want to see go out with an injury right now yeah
0: I I'm wondering if you see somebody like maybe not because I don't know if Bryce Washington has been making the uh did he make the squad this weekend? Um uh, sorry, I'm trying to pull that back up, the lineup sheet. I don't think he did, but um but do you see someone like uh Alex DeJohn maybe getting a shout at center back? Maybe on Wednesday. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think Bryce Washington was in the uh, in the eighteen, but um I mean, Alex DeJohn was there.
1: Hernandez, Ronald Hernandez,
0: yeah. You yeah. can see him on the right. Um, Probably see Jake Mulraney up front. Tyler Wolfe will get reinserted again into the lineup. Yeah,
1: I think Mulraney is an obvious choice to start for Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good one there. And I think he would maybe start over Lennon.
0: Yeah, so I think you see Conway up. F- so back four is probably Wiley. I would say Alex John and George Campbell, maybe. Yeah, maybe give Miles a break. Yeah, midweek. Play Ronald Hernandez out right, and then you have Ibarra,
1: Heineman,
0: Heineman. I don't a Sadich probably too right.
1: I don't you know. Play a four
0: three three. No, it's probably a four two three one again. Yeah, so it'd probably be Ibarra and Heineman in the middle. Yep. Left Moreno.
1: Yep. Who plays for Moreno though? Does Moreno play? Or Wolf, Tyler Wolf. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Pineda will upend the entire roster. Maybe Moreno does play, and you pull him out. I mean, yeah, you'll have some squad rotation. I don't. It's never a full squad change for these games, you know. And I think somebody said, like, who from the first team do you see really staying? In? Maybe that's Caleb an easier, Wiley. Easier question. Yeah. He's, he's a <laughs> hey. first teamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seriously though, like.
0: It, do you see him maybe getting a death grip on a starting position for the rest of the year?
1: Maybe. Maybe. First team starters um I think Aruju, Moreno, Wiley, George Campbell. Campbell Shuttleworth. Shuttleworth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I mean, the all these new first teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean that's half of the lineup. That's five. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's fair. You know. I think that's safe to say.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if you see, I don't know if maybe you see somebody like um, Dom Dwyer come in, maybe on the left
1: side. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It'll be fun, though. It will be fun to see these guys kind of. Some open, of those guys the open have to be cup hungry, games are right? so much fun yeah. to
1: watch for that reason, which maybe the trap knows. Are they going to stream it on AtlantaUnited.com? That's what they normally do. They usually do. do yeah. yeah. I
0: would think so. I don't know, though, for, for sure. So. Um. Let's see. U.S. Open Cup casting
1: score predictions for Chattanooga. Um, Four-one Atlanta. I'll say 2 0 Yeah, 2 0 no, Atlanta. Let's see Atlanta. What's the what's the trap say for Chattanooga? And then we'll turn our attentions to Inter Miami for the weekend.
0: Three-one Atlanta from Brittany. Ass trying to pull up the broadcast. How to watch. I would imagine it's on. I guess I can just go to dot And it'll probably tell me
1: there. Yeah. I would assume it's going to be on the on there on ESPN+. Plus. That's where it's been in the past, is on one of those two, if not on both. So 2-0 hmm. um, Atlanta for Tony Knightzel, 4-0 Atlanta for Elliot Beaven, 2-0 Chattanooga will give up a fight, though, uh, from Jay Hennebal. 10-1 Atlanta from Richard Gordon. It's gonna be on ESPN Plus and on USA. USA? Really? On USA? Are you for real? That's so that's ridiculous. There's no way. Huh. There's no way that's gonna be on USA. Well, they play Premier League on USA. But open cup. Yeah, right after the first round. It'll be right after White Collar or whatever. uh, Right Right after after White Collar. collar. Yeah, right after White Collar. In between White Collar and Bones, Mm. U.S. Open Cup. (laughs) Atlanta United versus
0: Chattanooga FC. Rest in peace, Willie Garson.
1: Aleto, 3-2 Atlanta. Mm. I don't believe it's going to be on USA. I'm not buying that. He said that's what Mob says. Wow. not buying it. It's going to be blackout for us it will be USA for the rest of the country. I
0: switch VPNs, and that blackout is no longer, no longer go. in play. There you go, and uh, I don't have to pony up another sixty bucks or whatever it is for. You know what's crazy is like the cable, which you know because you subscribe to cable, like the broadcast fees are basically as much mm-hmm. as the cable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: it's ridiculous. Yep okay, I get 125 channels for 25 bucks. You get these three channels for $19 on top of it. So these three channels you can get over the air on an antenna.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I switched to cable. I don't know what else the options are anymore. I haven't looked back since I did. You know, I don't have to worry about being able to catch the games anymore if they're on TV on Bally Sports or whatever. I've got them yeah. until Sinclair Group figures out their shit and YouTube TV isn't seventy five dollars a month and yeah. there's ten different Hulu live packages mm. and all that shit. I'm yeah, I'm done with it. i will just stick with my sixty five dollar cable subscription with DVR. And if I don't miss if I don't catch the game, it's recorded. And if I can watch it live, it's there. You know, I don't have to yeah. worry about it anymore. I think.
0: I mean I have a pretty good combo now. It's only 8 bucks a yeah. month. Yeah. But sometimes I get the away broadcast. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. With the Atlanta United game, so. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, Jay Hannibal said, <laughs> "I'm glad I switched to cable least uttered words in 2022." Yeah. I think more people are going to probably migrate back to cable.
1: It's it's yeah. I, I don't know what other options people have anymore. the all, all of the reasons for cutting the cord four or five years ago no longer exist. All of the other outlets that were around for a fraction of the price have been priced out of the market through negotiations and everything else with all of the broadcast networks that the prices that they could offer those services for no longer are available.
0: I don't know how Bally is still making enough money at this point. I don't either. Because they're only available... I guess I shouldn't. I mean, I'm guessing they're available all over cable networks, but the only streaming service they're available on is DirecTV Stream. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's even more. Like, that's like 80 bucks a month.
1: Yeah. No. So. It's just like the, the subscription services. It's at a, at a certain point, there's just too much. Yeah. I mean, Paramount Plus and Peacock and everything else that's out there. It's like, come on, man. Hmm. I can't I can't justify it for one show, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little tough.
0: That said, the Apple I would say Severance is worth the four ninety nine you'll pay for an entire for a month of Apple TV plus. Yeah. It's some of the best TV I've seen in years and years and years. It's a very good show.
1: Nice. Yeah, you need to watch it. Is that an ultimatum that you're giving me? Yeah. <laughs> Are you giving me an ultimatum right now, too? I think I'm gonna have to watch TV with. I just, I just I'm wanna, gonna record a podcast with another friend for a week and then I'll decide and then we'll record this show but will it be rememberable and then I just want to be seen I just want it to be rememberable I want to be heard yeah. I want to be seen and I want to be heard Tim Uh, yeah what else we got Um. yeah Chiefs Coach Steve saying Hulu Guide shows
0: Law and Order Wednesday night on USA <laughs>
1: it's shocker Yep. Not surprised there.
0: What do you think has more reruns these days? Law and Order or The Office or mm. Triple D? Which one do you think has chopped? More? Okay. Yeah. That's a good call, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think chopped is like the Food Network's Vault Disney. Like it just comes on between like yeah. midnight and 3 a.m. They just yeah. play back to back to back to back chopped.
1: Yeah. Agreed agree.
0: That's when you knew it was time to go to bed as a kid, when Vault Disney would start playing.
1: No, when Nick at Night would come on. Oh, yeah. There no, because Nick at Night would come on, and then you would just go stuff. over to Cartoon Network, which was when all the cartoon stuff and Adult Swim would come on. Yeah.
0: So There was some good stuff. on. I got hooked, even as a kid, to watch. Monsters? Brady Bunch. Oh,
1: I got hooked on Monsters, man. We used to watch that every morning <laughs> before school. We used to watch Monsters every morning before school. Oh, uh, knock off Adam's family. (laughs) How did that not get sued for copyright? infringement? I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. I never thought about that until now about how the hell did they get away with that? That was the Adam's family, but just which one came out first Adam's family or monsters. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Uh, and then coach Steve saying ESPN uh, plus shows the game not blacked out, but I think it shows it not blacked out usually until the day of. So keep that in mind. Um, but it might be because it's a local broadcast and not with Bally that it's not blacked out. I don't know how all that stuff works. I know it's a outmoded TV model. Yeah. Um,
1: mm. Shit. What were we just talking about? Tsunami TV mm. monsters. Law and Order SVU. Yeah. Ultimatums.
0: Oh, yeah. Ultimatum. That show just makes you feel terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just real good quality.
0: It's just a really fucked
1: up TV show. It is,
0: man. It it's is. It's like really messed up. It is. Like they went from doing feel good, love is blind, uh-huh. those two seasons to doing
1: we're going to screw some people's lives up. Or did they make them better? Were they screwed up? And then they got better from being more screwed up. It's like you gotta burn Ooh. them down to the ground so that they can build it's, back Oh stronger. Yeah, slash and burn farming. I exactly. Get it, yeah. That's basically it. Yeah, Turn them and burn them. Yeah. That's it. That's what you gotta uh, do. <laughs> Adam's family's older. Uh,
0: yeah, Adam's family's older. All right. All right. You got it. You got it. Um Peach Tree TV. Does that still exist? Is it gonna be on Peach? oh that's right. It, Peach it was on Peach Tree TV this. Oh, are we are talking time? about reruns. Let's just shake some bureau
1: yeah. going again to get a all around Helena.
0: Dad followed by King of Queens.
1: 17 floor in town, plays in Buckhead. Solomon Brothers is where it's at.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: All right. I
0: don't know that I have much else to discuss. I don't either. Inner Miami.
1: Oh, yeah. Score prediction for Inner Miami. I'm just going to throw a number out there. I'll say 1-1. One, one. Mm-hmm. I will say 2 1 Atlanta. 1 1 Atlanta or 1 1 Miami? Um, So it'll be 1 1 Miami (laughs) at the half. But then I think it finishes 1 1 Atlanta. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) See what happens when
0: Dan's not here (laughs) to guilt us into not doing this? Uh, I know. Brittany, (laughs) I like that. Tony Knight's calling. The Pe- piggly wiggly of Pe- networks. Peach TV is the piggly wiggly of networks. <laughs> it is. Meanwhile, what's the uh oh, shit, I forgot the one. what's the one that plays all the old, old ass reruns? Win
1: Dixie. Yeah, Win Dixie. <laughs> Whatever that is, is the food world or the Win Dixie of television. <laughs> um Richard Gordon, two one Atlanta. Uh Jay Hannibal, nil nil draw, Steven Perales, two one Atlanta, Elliot Beaven, two nil Atlanta. And Richard Gordon also echoing your love for severance and that the finale was crazy. Yeah, it's a good show. Haletto 4 0 Atlanta. Wow. Did you
0: get Brittany S 2 2 draw? Yes. I think she has a 2 2 Atlanta. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. That's the only difference between our yeah. predictions, really. We should
0: call Dan, try to wake his ass up. Is he sleeping? I don't know. Let's I just out. assume because he's like 45 years old. I'm going to FaceTime him. 55 I'll years go old. One.
1: Isn't that aggressive to just FaceTime somebody <laughs> without warning them? <laughs> yeah. Though? Is it more aggressive to do it while you're in the bathtub or no? I could speak from experience. <laughs> Is it more aggressive to get to get FaceTime by somebody in the bathtub or to FaceTime somebody and find out that they're in the bathtub and they still answered? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Let's <laughs> we'll see if he answers. Dan, what he's, just, he's at
0: the Cheetah what's probably. Your, <laughs> what's your
1: score prediction for Dan answering? I'm going to say nil-nil. It's definitely not going to answer. He won't answer a phone call from me or a text from me unless it's in our group chat. So there's no way he's because gonna he answer loves me a, more. Yeah, yeah. there's no way he's going to answer a personal FaceTime. It's just rude. It is rude. Nothing
0: unavailable. I'm trying to look at what the wood is on the top of this. Uh... I don't think it's wood. Tim, I think it's just fake plastic. It's a veneer, if nothing else. Yep, and it's meant to model a certain type of wood, cherry um i think this is great audio yeah it is great audio yeah i don't know that looks kind of like oak like somebody stained some oak
1: all right guys thank you for hanging out with us um be sure to tune in next time maybe dan will be back uh be sure to go yell at him on twitter yell at all of us on twitter at home before dark that's before we'll be in the number four find us personally yell at us more find us on instagram Yell at Tim while he's not doing any woodworking the past month or two. Where can they find you?
0: Uh, You can find me at Tim Herb on Instagram.
1: Find me as well at The Architect. It's at the underscore ARC, number one, T-E-C-T. Be sure to like and subscribe. Hit the bell icon on YouTube to get a notification each and every time we go live. And we'll see you next time. As always, be home before dark. Something, something in a British accent.
0: Something about Will Smith and Miami. We're slapping him. We're
1: going to slap him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Brittany just posted a slap emoji. <laughs> it's a wave emoji. All right. Good night, guys.